0: Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television show (laughs) podcast.
1: And I don't think we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're gonna (laughs) wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show you can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com can'tdisappointpodcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction events with Stephen and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon.
0: If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at cantdisappointpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show.
1: We sure will, even if you (laughs) beg us not to. Also, (laughs) hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you, uh, give us, you
0: smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that attention that we so desperately crave. Yeah, throw, throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there. And we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast.
1: We're friends, Annie. Remember? We played Dungeons and Dragons together.
0: That was a game. This is paintball. This town is exactly enough space for you and I, pretty boy. That's... But any of us gains a single pound and I'm gonna oh. have to shoot you.
1: That started off kinda nice. Thanks. Because, you know, there's enough room for There is both. enough, But it took, it took a turn that I should have seen coming, I guess. For Zachary and me. Welcome, everyone, to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Uh, it's it's if, if that wasn't a way to announce it's going to be the same thing as always. <laughs> I don't know what is. We're back another week. We're beginning the end of season two. We've just got one episode after this, which is insane. It that's still nuts. Feels How like, have we
0: already gone through the second season? Yeah, I feel like it,
1: we just started it. Yeah, I completely agree. And we're doing the first half of it today, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Glad to be here.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I have to, like, get into uh, You got to
0: get into this one. Okay, now go it, for it.
1: But it now, I, now I've built it up more than anything. It's nothing. Yeah, it's uh, better to be good. <laughs> Uh it's really it's really great to be back doing the show another week. Hi, I'm Bean Allergy. <laughs> Cuz I couldn't just be like I'm Zach, and I needed to like talk into <laughs> I'm Bean Allergy. Uh, I'm
0: I'm Steven and you're dry sugar. <laughs> that was my favorite line from the entire episode.
1: <laughs> Welcome to I really liked uh I wouldn't touch this toilet with my big sister's toe. <laughs> Welcome to You Can't Disappoint, a podcast. In another week, I'm glad to be here. Shout out right off the top at our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. podcast Brian Thurman, Justin Brummett, Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Bedisa, all people that we appreciate their support to the extent of, of making those noises.
0: Yeah, that's about as much as I got,
1: and I'm going to give it to you. We've got, if you like what we do here, there's much more of the same over at <laughs> slash can't disappoint podcast. We do a live pre show. You can't show there every week with guests, with games, with just. You know, really whatever we feel like doing once we turn on the camera. It's really fun every week. You get this show early all the time. I have side podcasts over there like Nerdstalgia. We've done bonus reviews, uh, all kinds of fun stuff over there. That starts at $5 to help support the show. $10 and up, you get your name mentioned like we just mentioned. Those lovely people.
0: Yeah. Uh, come come join the family.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you know what's good for you. <laughs>
1: And we'll talk about a little bit deeper in the show, there's some new incentive uh, of recent to to go be a patron. It's true, there's even even more
0: icing on top of these cakes. Right. So come take a nibble.
1: We also, uh, you know, we can't start a show without putting a little icing on the cake of our community daddy at Communities on Twitter, Uh, Their support means a lot. You know it. We're celebrating a year of You Can't Disappoint, a podcast this week, both with this, the first half of our season two finale, uh, and also with a bonus birthday podcast that is out as soon as this one is out, too. So once you're done listening to this, there's a little extra, a little extra cream that we've squeezed out for you this week. Yeah, for free for you
0: guys as a birthday present from us, uh... We took a little look at something very special and near and dear to both of our hearts, and we Mm -hmm. really got to experience um, something that was was quite, I would call it quite captivating, personally.
1: Because it's not like, no one's going to be like, oh, Zach and Steven (laughs) are talking about the motherfucking cape. No, they're like, oh, cool. That sounds funny. Maybe. That's more what I'm I'm hoping for. Uh, So yeah, sorry to spoil. But we did our birthday episode where we both talked about the year of the podcast that we've done. And we uh, watched the first episode of The Cape, which was incredibly silly and pretty fun to talk about. And (laughs) you should check it out. Yeah. um, Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday to you. I feel like a big bright birthday boy. And so that makes us extra thankful for our community papa today because without him – You know, we we never would have been able to plant our seed into what we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, right?
0: It's true. He is the the big old oak tree that us little acorns stumbled off of one day and sprouted into little oak trees ourselves. Now we're just photosynthesizing under the shade of his branches.
1: One could almost say (laughs) that we have his seed planted into us each and every day. To help us become big, beautiful, branchy boys. You
0: know, our big, beautiful, branchy pop uh, really helped us become the branchy brothers that we are today. And, you know, I, I, I love you, 15 minutes brother. I call him 15 minutes brother because he's 15 minutes older than I am. So we're not exactly twins. We didn't pop out at the same time.
1: All the time, communities is finding excuses to respond to stuff that we're doing with Please Stop Doing That. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're rounding up. When we started the second season, you know, it can't help but feel like a new season of the podcast, even yeah. though it's just another week out or something. And we can implement some changes. The second season, we brought in some stuff like you recapping the episodes every yeah, week. Yeah, which and, I love. And, and we brought in doing some of those, like, sponsor bits that we've done throughout the, mm-hmm. s- the season that's been a lot of fun. Maybe next week... Or next season to kind of respond to the concerns from our community, Papa. I think we should implement really, really doubling down on it mm-hmm. and proving that we've not yet begun to make it sound creepy. Like, I want there to have to be a Steven's
0: mom content warning right before. There probably should be it. already. Probably, but I want it to really. I think, it. who
1: are we kidding? I think she's stopped listening
0: months ago. She, sometimes she'll be like, I was listening to your podcast. I'm not caught up. And I'm like, oh, that's okay. Like, I'm, I'm not either. And, you know, but she, I think she listens every once in a while. My sister, I think, listens every week, maybe. I don't know.
1: Then we should probably warn her. Because I'm sorry. She's
0: fine. I feel like she's, she's fine. They're probably
1: mid-20s by now, right? Yeah.
0: I think she's driving. Just How's kidding. your my week been, like buddy? It's my been My big good. birthday boy.
1: Uh, it's been a fun birthday week. Uh
0: lots of dancing, getting ready for a competition uh next week. Shout out to my dance partner and a patron, Danny M Lugo. Once again wanna put the offer out there. If anybody wants to shell out the cash, you can also hit the you dance partner Danny patron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys will have a fight to the death, a dance fight, of course, um, but with weapons. For and now. Right. the winner gets to be my dance partner. So It's it's
1: astounding that no one's taken you up on this offer yet. I'm shocked. Yeah. Maybe people are a couple weeks behind. They're working their way. Step up, people. Come on, cowards. Yeah. Cowards. Let's get right into that. We have a a big announcement to make this week. Yes, we do. And now we've got to perk up because we're about to do uh, (coughs) a a, a video segment for the audio listeners. (sighs) Mwah, (sighs) mama, (laughs) mama. All right, everyone, your friends at You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. To wrap up our coverage of season two of Community, we're doing another giveaway. <laughs> giveaway. Right. And since season two was so much bigger, we're doing a giveaway that's even bigger because you're going to get the complete series of Community on DVD, which I know it's streaming everywhere, but then you get all the commentaries, all the special features. You're going and to get Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> that's true. You're going to get a Chang pop final, brand new, that he's decorated in the season one paintball outfit to kind of celebrate what we're covering right now, the season two paintball finale. You're going to get two t-shirts, one that's paintball themed and one that is Dungeons and Dragons themed. They're both really cool. You're going to get a set of remedial chaos theory dice provided to us by the great Alex over at Six Seasons in a Podcast, and we might throw in a couple little stickers and postcard community type action,
0: right? Yeah, uh, there's going to be lots of perks to this bad boy. Uh, We're going to get a bunch of stuff for you, and then give it away, give it away, give it away now. There's
1: four ways to enter. It opens at May 24th at midnight, so if you're watching this, it's open right now. You have until June 7th at midnight to enter, and the winner will be revealed in our Season 2 Roundtable special on June 9th. There are four ways to enter. First of all, you can retweet the video that is pinned on our Twitter account of this video and that gets you one entry that's all you got to do that's an entry you can also listen to our podcast this week talking about a fistful of paintballs next week talking about for a few paintballs more and in between on our special one year birthday special we're going to give out a secret word and if you dm us or email us at can't disappoint podcast at gmail.com with that secret word you get two entries for each secret word two entries Yes, and the other thing that you can do is you can leave a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts if you haven't done it already. Or if you have done it, you could send a screenshot of that. And that gets you four entries if you send in that screenshot to us or email it to us. And the last way is by becoming a patron of ours at patreon.com slash podcast. There are tiers starting at $5. And each of those tiers, it'll, it'll say on the website, it gets you another set of entries from one to 10. Ooh. So all kinds of ways to enter, all kinds of stuff to win, you gotta go do it, right? Yeah, go get that money. It's it's free real estate. Now that it's just us listeners, oh, we can put that away. The masses, mm-hmm. but yeah, go enter the giveaway. It's super exciting, and we're excited to have stuff to give out to people. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I, I can't wait to see who wins. I fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I would love all that stuff, honestly. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the television program community. Okay. Ah. What, were you not prepared? <laughs> Did you I, not watch I this thought we were doing
0: week? The Cape again this week, sorry.
1: But The Cape is after this one. The continuity on this show is, that. is awful. Um, okay. I
0: only watched The Cape this week.
1: We're talking I just about couldn't peel away from it. Season 2, episode 23 of Community, It's a Fistful of Paintballs. You know, I wish they would have gotten Clint Eastwood for this. Yeah, but un- unfortunately, and this is true, he had been dead for ten years at this point. <laughs> Clint, do you
0: remember that Super Bowl commercial with Clint Eastwood where he was like, "It's halftime, America"?
1: No, it was like for like I, the NRA. Do I look like someone who's watched more than <laughs> one and a half Super Bowls? General, generously. No, but Clint Eastwood is like old and. Republican I did watch his and- film, The Mule like two years ago oh i didn't see that one was a good uh it was fun to keep up with who looked more asleep me or clint <laughs> eastwood
0: <laughs> i bet clint won every time didn't he <laughs>
1: yeah you'd be well i mean i wasn't there to know but i would imagine uh the episode was directi- directed directed <laughs> directed directed by joe russo and andy written- richter's in this did that sound like Andy Richter when I said that? <laughs> directed.
0: Oh. It was and directed. That's a little bit of a Joe stretch. Russo.
1: It was written by Andrew Guest, who also wrote *Advanced Criminal Law*, *Romantic Expressionism*, *Messianic Myths in Ancient Peoples*, and *Advanced Dungeons and Dragons*. This is his last credit on the show. Wow! And it originally aired on May 5th, 2011. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Cuatro. Just just the day after. It, w- it was the day after Cinco de Cuatro. I-, <laughs> I was really confused. I was like, "Wait, I thought." <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some trivia. I've got four questions.
0: All right, strap your socks in
1: because I have one, two, three, oh, no. four, five, wow, six. Wow. Mm-hmm. So many birthday presents. Sorry yeah. that I didn't. Sorry that I didn't wrap as many for you. It's okay. Some are softballs. Okay, um, then give me two. What was Vicky's major? Dance. Yeah, That's good for you, That's half Vicky. of one of my questions.
0: Ooh, and then what concert was the Black Rider going to?
1: Coldplay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do the one that was obvious and you'll probably roll your eyes at. Are you able to name each study group member's calling card? Annie was the ace of
0: hearts. Yes. Uh Jeff was king of spades. Yes. Brita was queen of spades. Yes. Abed was Jack of Clubs. Yes. Troy was king of clubs. One more. Shirley. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. You're so close. Queen
1: of clubs? So close. She was the ace of clubs. Ace of clubs. Oh, I was but so that close. That was really good. You did a great job.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I, I knew better than I thought I did.
1: Nice. Hmm.
0: Um, good question, though. Uh, <laughs> it was the easiest one.
1: What Not the easiest Pierce, one to answer. Like the, it was the, the easiest obvious, one to pick yeah. out. Sure. Um, what did Pierce fake a heart attack last week to get out of? Uh, giving Abed a stick of gum. Yeah, that was great. That was a good line. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the bounty on Jeff's head? Ah, 20 paintballs, or pellets, whatever they were called. Paintballs. Do you Paint think that's ball. a fair price, or do you think that's underselling it? that's low. Because they shoot low. people like 10 times.
0: Yeah, that's pretty low. I think when I went paintballing before, we got like a bag of like 400, and they ran out quickly. Or a bag of 100, and they for out For everybody?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant just for yourself. That sounds like a lot. No, 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 each person. Got four hundred, and you're like, ah, yeah. just all over the place, basically. They're like, "Wow, that was five minutes, and that was fifty bucks." Mm-hmm. That's how it
0: went. Uh, oh, my question. Yeah, it's your turn. It's your turn. What do Shirley and Troy both need to do after they find the cache of ammo?
1: P. Well, Troy says, "Did you, does that mean p I I forget what they said before that, though. What what he thought was a euphemism for it. What was it? Pump.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. I yeah. had to pee. Uh, Dang, I had Shirley, a good streak. As a reference, at the at first, I like didn't when they first mentioned the breastfeeding thing, I forgot that Shirley just gave birth last
1: episode. Right. But yeah, pump. But yeah, it's it's good continuity. Yeah, sure. I like that. I think it probably came up like that in in writing. They were probably like, "How can we do this big uh, paintball mm-hmm. special?" Shirley just had the baby. they were like, "Ah, I just mentioned that she has to breastfeed a couple yeah. times." Yeah, <laughs> that covers it. What two things does Pierce know about Vicky? One of them was, half, was one of your questions. Okay. She's a dance major, and she loves
0: Twinkies. Great job. Yeah. Uh, Vicky was good in this episode. Um, sure. When he betrayed the cheerleaders, uh-huh. who did Chang tell Trish about? Oh, he my says, God. Heather, I don't. I'm sorry
1: I told Trish about. I have no idea, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Amber. I have no idea, but that's that's a bitch move of Chang. Yeah. That's a it bitch was. move. How dare you? My last question for you, Black Rider is just an average guy with what according to Jeff? A big chin. Good job. You got all of mine except for one of the calling cards, but mm. I would call that a great showing. Thank you. I've got one more for you. Okay. What room does Annie Chase Chang into
0: subsequently being cornered by the Black Rider? The cafeteria? that would be the anthropology class right?
1: Oh yeah, now yeah, mm-hmm. I liked the way that they used that scene but Yeah. The, some of those you were you had a good variety. Some were soft, some were super easy, somewhere some were stiff were... as hell. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that actually. was fun. Let's get into what we were sent by the people. Let's see if this good luck streak continues cuz it usually doesn't. It normally does not. Okay.
0: I will open this one first. This one's from Danny. Um, hi, Steven and Zach. Congrats hi. on your first podcast birthday. I was All wondering when you were going to say. Yeah. Um, she said, it's been so fun getting to listen to you guys this whole time, and I can't wait to hear your season two overall rankings and review.
1: Nice.
0: My MVP goes to Annie. I think Alison Bree's acting was amazing in this episode. I laughed the most when I saw Chang's t-shirt during the first scene. Because everyone is wearing super elaborate and cool costumes, and it's perfect that he would just draw on a t-shirt. Here yeah. are my questions. Okay. Besides paintball, what were the other two surprises at the end of year
1: picnic? Uh, One of them was, wasn't one of them like somebody had a heart attack? Maybe, I have no idea. It was like two things the dean says. Yeah, I've got no clue. I'm not sure. Uh, Once
0: again, Danny, you specifically told me you were sending softballs this week, and I do not know the first one.
1: I like how you looked right at the camera when you said that, as if she would see that.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Um, What's the name of the guy serving drinks at Pierce's? Was it Miguel? Miguel. That was funny. Like Miguel, Uh, more juice? (laughs) In what classroom does the Jeff Abed Black Rider fight happen? That was the anthropology classroom. Wow, look at that synergy. hmm Name a few of the cards shown from when the study group is
1: voting. Okay. Let me do some. see what Go I can remember it. without like looking at them, right? Mm-hmm. So Annie was the ace of hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff was the jack of spades? No. Jack of clubs. No. King of spades. Yes. And Britta was the queen of spades. Yes. Shirley was the ace of clubs. Mm-hmm. Troy was the king of clubs. Mm-hmm. Abed was the king of spades. Mm-mm. What was Abed? Jack of clubs. I I lost who the jack was. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. What's the name of Pistol Patty's plan B? Operation. Operation. Takeover or invade. Infiltrate.
1: Infiltrate maybe. And maybe invade. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> One of those. Two. Danny. Uh, Much love
0: and big hugs, Danny. Thanks, Danny. We did get for I like sure, how Danny like
1: annihilates us with tough questions and then she's like, ha ha, kisses. <laughs> right? <laughs> As we're just like burnt to the ground. <laughs> Thank stupid you. Stupid idiots.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: all right. Here we go. Here we go. From our papa communities. Hi, guys. Hi. This is the episode that got the Russo brothers the Winter Soldier movies. So if nothing else, it's the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Takeover
1: by community cast and writers. Yeah, you're familiar with how tons of the community cast have shown up yeah. in little background bits on the, on, in, the, in the Marvel movies. Which is wild.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: also, in this episode is
0: Juliana Gill, head cheerleader, who mm-hmm. was Allison's partner in the singing group with the girls. I've heard of the girls. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. Um, my MVP is Annie, exceptional episode by Allison Bree. Trivia. Who is the first person we see shot by the black rider?
1: Pavel. Is it? That's a guess. He's one of the ones in the beginning. Mm. Maybe, I don't know. Um, What
0: did Pierce think was how the gang spent their summers?
1: I don't remember that line at all. How the gang spent their... No, I'm... uh, 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 No, I don't. Um, What were
0: (laughs) the names of the two groups, they had names, Chang betrayed after betraying the study group? It was the math Math club club and and the the cheerleading squad? Yeah, I thought so.
1: Unless they have, like, the a team like, name.
0: Club, yeah. Club alliance. Uh, uh club group. <laughs> team. Jesus Christ. The cheerleading team girls. Um, Jesus have a good Christ. one, guys. Yeah, Thanks the math. cheerleading
1: team girls. That's got to be it.
0: <laughs> okay, answers. It was Pavel.
1: Nice. But nice. the other two I'm not confident in.
0: Um, And then two. Pool parties, dinners, and one-night stands. I don't remember that line oh. at all. mm um, and the math club and the cheerleaders alliance
1: that's what you said i started to but that's I'm what that's up. what you confidently said the yeah. whole time the cheerleaders alliance i'm gonna edit it you to edit make it that, seem like yeah. that was seamless yeah
0: mm-hmm. um thanks for writing in dad didn't wish us well, step birthday but right excited. yeah
1: you didn't say we're still waiting for that call but it's never come on any of the other years so why should we expect it now well, let's get into the next thing now that we've had our balls absolutely busted in some in some listener trivia. uh, how do you feel this week? You've got a challenge ahead. I don't know. I think after my great showing um that they're gonna
0: see take place about good the, continuity, great the... continuity.
1: I loved that
0: <laughs> about our year in review, you know right or the the cape, yeah, both of those were good spoilers. Analyses they got to listen to it. Um, bleep all that out and then be like, yeah, you okay. want to know what
1: Steven says? <laughs> go watch the other one. But, no, we want people no, – well, first, no one's watching it. <laughs> uh, um, and I want them to want to listen to it, so I don't think that's good incentive. Uh, go listen to the one-year birthday podcast. Steven is not in it. <laughs> there so we it's go. really great. That will draw them
0: in. So
1: we gotta find out, you know, it's a really action-heavy episode, one that could be either summed up in in mere seconds, or one that you could try to get so much in that you get hardly anything in. Uh, Which way do you think it's about to go?
0: I think I'm gonna try and do too much.
1: Well, let's find out. Mothers, husbands, sons, wives, uh, cousins, um, 8th grade history teachers... Nice. Let's Shout all gather together Marla. in harmony on Thanksgiving Eve and find out: Did Steven watch the episode did this week?
0: Watch the episode this
1: week. I'm, just, I'm changing up the uh, the you know cadence, yeah, the, yeah, sure. My rhythms and my my uh... oh, your rhythms yeah. are changing. Is it that time of month? <laughs> You know, weirdly, it happens every week. (laughs) Uh, Is it the birth
0: control you're on? (laughs) I think that would do it.
1: Well, I do get it from this guy that works at Taco Bell. Yeah. Anyway, let's get the timer set up. Let's hear what you've got for us. I wish you would have said that he worked at
0: Olive Garden, because then I would have said, he's not a pharmacist. He's a chicken pharmacist.
1: <laughs> Sorry, next time I'm riffing. I'll make sure to mention Olive Garden because apparently you've got a lot of great pasta of buttons <laughs> material set up for that. Okay, I do. Um. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no distractions. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Three, two, one, go.
0: It's paintball time at the school again this year, and there's a prize of $100,000 from the ice cream peeps. So Fat Neil is running down the hallway, and Annie saved him from getting killed by the bullies. Then uh, the study group meets up through one thing or another, and then there's a black guy, and he's going after them to shoot them. And then Pierce has a safe haven, but Pierce is bad. He tries Stop. to get Jeff killed. <laughs>
1: In the beginning, I thought he's gonna do this, and then you said they save Fat Neil from the bullies, and I thought, oh no. I thought I and was okay, so I said, "There's a you black." You lapsed for <laughs> a while with the black guy thing, but then you kind of got some of it back at the end. <laughs> uh, it would have been nice if you got the black guy right. <laughs> It <laughs> would have been nice if you had mentioned the pure study group dynamic of the episode, but I think I'm gonna give you a B.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I can't. I say there's a black guy chasing them, trying to kill. That them. was pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe it's because it's your birthday I don't know
0: happy birthday I just can't
1: do that to you on your birthday thanks oh but you can do something to me on my birthday right so this episode we're brothers Steven. come on <laughs> of uh, who are we kidding it's, it's inappropriate <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this episode it's not one like often with some of these really heavy thematic episodes, it's not stuffed with laughs exactly. Yeah. But there are some really funny moments. Do you have a favorite? I do have a couple that really
0: made me laugh. Um, The first one was (laughs) when the Dean had the key to that closet and he was like it's right here in my shorts pocket and just kind of points his <laughs> hip at them it's like i
1: guess i can get it myself <laughs> on the commentary they said that uh jim rash said that th- that went longer when they filmed it and he <laughs> like really was like uh, come on and he even <laughs> said something he said to troy uh you you know you could grab it out of my pocket if you like and jim said he was expecting Tro- uh, donald to say something really crazy but troy just said No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That,
0: or I think Pierce faking the heart attack really made me laugh a lot. That was hilarious. This one's
1: real. It's it's, it's real. It's real. Ah, The the
0: gurgling sells it.
1: (laughs) Those are both good, and neither of them are the two that I singled out. Oh, good. I really liked uh, the setup of Vicky and Garrett being kind (laughs) of can-can dancers in Fort Hawthorne, and I also really liked... Uh, Some of the stuff with Chang in the math club, especially when Mm -hmm. he was like, go get him. He's white and doesn't have any gun. Uh, Those were both pretty funny moments. I thought thought the little we got of Chang was used really well in this episode. So I singled him out. But I really liked the Vicky and Garrett thing a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about it. It's the first half of the season finale, which is crazy that we've made it to it already. And I don't know that I've said on this podcast, but I think I've said somewhere since we've been doing this that... I've never been, like, blown away for some reason Mm -hmm. by the Season 2 paintball episodes, but didn't really know why, so I really went into it open and thinking it would change my mind. And I did really enjoy it, but based off of just this half, I still think I like Modern Warfare better than it. Mm. This one goes a lot bigger, but this one's also maybe a touch to removed from reality as as silly as that sounds Besides on community thing and, I'm yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what it is. And it, it also doesn't help that like the action is really really great, but first and foremost I come to an episode of community wanting to smile a lot mm-hmm. and laugh a lot and this one has like a lot of like slower paced scenes and it's yeah. and it's executed probably better than most of what they've ever done, mm-hmm. but it, it's not it's not quite my favorite, I don't think. I see
0: where you're coming from with that, definitely. I think I like the... Fr- now, this is... I haven't seen the second part in a while. Right. I, I remember feel liking like this f-
1: podcast is like half of a podcast because yeah. I do kind of look at them as one thing even though they're two episodes.
0: Yeah. And I, I remember... I agree very much with the fact that it's a little removed, right, with the scale of this fight. Because it's one thing when it's just the students. It's cool. But when but there's an outside... it feels weird. Yeah. You know, it's... it Like you said, it is really cool. Um, I... I enjoyed it quite a bit cuz I really like westerns and I like the originals like of these movies. Now they are not like harkening back other than just the name and the
1: style really, but just the very base I, level. Yeah,
0: I, I grew up watching a lot of Clint Eastwood and John Wayne and like Trolton Heston like westerns for some reason. That's something
1: that's kind of lost on me. I've never really watched a lot of westerns, I so think you I would kind really of like get a lot it. of Clint Eastwood ones. You think so?
0: Mhm. John Wayne okay. might be a little you know to just jump in nowadays i don't know if they hold up quite the same unless you already feel some nostalgia for that like style of movie right but the clint eastwood ones are are damn good okay noted mm-hmm. two meals for sister sarah is my favorite
1: yeah i i i liked this episode quite a bit but i don't i don't know exactly what it is maybe it also takes itself like a tad bit too seriously i think that's true yeah, let's dive into it. Let's, oh, you let's know what was a funny
0: thing that I'm going to make a nod yeah. to? Because I laughed at all these jokes, but I didn't mention as, like, my funniest moment. Sure. The fact of how bothered Jeff was about uh, the Black Rider
1: and every time he got a chance, like, yeah, that average-looking guy. And yeah. they were like, <laughs> everyone was like, okay, Jeff. <laughs> this, I like Jeff in this episode. They mm-hmm. didn't focus on him that much, and it and all of the stuff that he did was real classic how Jeff would react to something. And honestly, Jeff's
0: taken that role in a few episodes this season, and I've really enjoyed it when he just kind of has that snarky, I'm a step back, but I'm cracking jokes about everything that's happening type of attitude. That's probably my favorite Jeff.
1: Yeah, I like him when he, I don't know, there's the joke later on that he's always texting on his phone, but there's nobody really on the other Mm -hmm. side of the phone. That's kind of a broad way of saying what I really like about Jeff's character, that he's... Or, like, the way we compare him to Pierce sometimes, that he yeah. thinks he's so cool. And he is pretty cool, but he also, like, is kind of a sad, lonely yeah. uh, old man that's kind of pervert. You know, I, I really like Jeff a lot, and I kind of like that duality. When they're able to make fun of him instead mm-hmm. of just treating him like the go-to good guy, right? Exactly. All right, so let's, let's dig into this episode. I do really think that the opening sequence of this episode is... Maybe even the strongest part of the entire episode. I think acting-wise,
0: uh, it really might be. Charlie Coons knocks this out of the park.
1: And I think the editing is really great here. Uh, Joe Russo did a great job here. Uh, it, it's a nice shot, yeah, uh, of Neil really desperately running through the hallway. I mm-hmm. like that we get Mike the Bully back. We yeah. have Anthony Michael Hall back just for a second. It's a shame that, oh, I don't know. Maybe I really like what they do with the Black Rider, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have been the worst thing if they were like, oh, we have Anthony Michael Hall back for an episode. Let's make him the villain of this episode. Exactly. That would have been so been cool. Good. But it, it was nice to see this, and you're right, that Neil did, or Charlie as Neil, did really knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Everyone always points to, of course, Dungeons and Dragons, where he does such a phenomenal uh, a job in that episode, and and a lot of the other times he's just kind of filling in the halls of Greendale, but... This is a good moment to point towards is how good of an actor he is,
0: yeah, and he's like his acting really stands out and in a scene with Anthony Michael Hall, who is a good actor in his own right, but he he really stands out here, even with Annie giving I mean maybe the best performance we've seen from her so far in the show it's Uh, up let's talk about
1: Annie and Allison's performance in this episode for a second because she comes in saves Neil one thing I'm not crazy about is they get Anthony Michael Hall back and they just make him say my fist up your balls again Mm -hmm. you know community is not recurring jokes and repeating jokes uh there's a fine line between the two but recurring jokes like on a show like Arrested Development or often on Community Mm -hmm. can be really really funny but you usually like have to build on them or or it's part of like a mythos of the show kind of. Yeah. This was just like repeating a line that the character said the last time that was funny. And it's not as funny. And le- that's almost a uh, – sorry to already segue from Allison. But, uh, <laughs> that's almost like a way to uh, 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 look at this paintball thing as a whole. Mm-hmm. Is it a good recurring bit or is it the show repeating itself a little bit? Well, and 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 here's the hard part. There's an immediate answer. Yeah.
0: I think that whether it's a joke or whether it's something like this, you don't know until the third time. Right? Because you make the joke once. Wow, and and
1: the third, I guess you could count next week's episode as the third third paintball episode to the season season six paintball episode. Really? There's no third season paintball episode. (laughs) They only do three. There's kind of a paintball aspect to the season four finale, and some people consider it, but I don't really... It's like really a trilogy where there's uh, uh, Modern Warfare, this kind of more of a a specific type of action Mm -hmm. movie for a few paintballs more, slash uh, a fistful of paintballs here are Western and then Star Wars, kind of. And then the season uh six one is modern espionage and it's got like an espionage like everyone's wearing suits and kind of a spy thriller vibe yeah. to it, and it's really good i like it better than the season two one so as of this moment
0: wow yeah well i i think that like with jokes and two with that if it's funny the third time then it will work in the future but if the second time you're like i don't know and then the third time you're like haha i do like that you know so it kind of Almost depends. Now I guess I than just a joke. You know,
1: it's it's a whole a whole concept. Well we were talking about
0: the, the the balls thing first and then. So I'm well too, sure. You know. Sure.
1: But I think looking <laughs> This look is all about big, the balls, Zach. That is seven seconds <laughs> into the into the episode of community. Let's talk about Allison because uh her performance in this episode is really dynamic mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know that they do anything really that exciting with Annie as a character. like Annie Edison, the character that we yeah. know, I don't think there's a lot to be said here like there is isn't an episode like Mixology Certification, mm-hmm. but it's scenery that they really let Allison chew on a lot in this yeah. episode, and she does the hell out of it. Yeah, she kills it. Just from right here, she's got a real intense stare, and we get the first card reveal, which I love the way that this frames the episode in a lot more ways than our surface level. Totally. Uh, that it all goes back to, which we'll find out much later in the episode, and what's my favorite things about this episode, is that there was a vote recently on whether or not Pierce should stay in the study group, and it involved everyone wanting to, like, I guess anonymous, they put mm-hmm. in playing cards, black cards kept him, red cards, axed him, and here in the very beginning of the episode, we introduce each study group as a card, which seems just like a thematic thing that works yeah. really well, but it plays back into the, the kind of emotional storyline that's going on through this episode. And the more I watched this episode, the more I appreciated that aspect
0: yeah, of it. Yeah, I think that was so well done and so, like, smartly frame. Because when you first see like I said, it seems like a thematic thing. Okay, and he's the Ace of Hearts. I think the next one you probably see is Jeff. Or no, you see Abed next, he's the Jack of Clubs. Like, okay, that tracks. Then like, you see Jeff and he's the King of Spades. Like, okay, that's just like
1: character stuff, right? But, but you do kind of scratch your head a little bit why or you some see of them? them are what they are. Mm-hmm. But then when it's pulled into the storyline, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I like it even more when I go back and so watch well it. So well done. I think it's so cool. This is Charlie Kuntz's really strong moment in this episode. The Uh, showdown between him and Annie when when Annie saves him but then wants him to, like, kick his guns over and he goes to grab it and she keeps yelling, no, just kick him, just kick him. I thought this was a really great kind of tense action moment that happens just in the very beginning of the episode and Mm -hmm. and they both play it off super well. I even don't usually like the pun on rhyming people's names with, like, celebrity names with things when – I don't know. They do it all the time. Yeah. But I, I, I kind liked of this liked one. Christina Ricci. That was great. <laughs> and then. Neil at the end saying, You got to learn to trust people. And, but then they do try to double cross each other. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, a, it's a cool moment. I like it quite a bit. And it's a little cheesy, but it's the perfect way to kick off the episode when Neil mentions, Come on, cut me a break. We played Dungeons and Dragons before. And we <laughs> see how serious this is because Annie says, That was a game, even though this is so clearly a game. Yeah. Too, but it's, but it's not. This is paintball. This is paintball. And then we get probably my favorite. Non-traditional community opening we've had yet. Yeah, this this was really great.
0: The song worked great. The image—it kind of reminds me of like almost like the opening to um, Archer with the colors and like everyone having their own thing. I love it.
1: The opening—I could tell. it, It almost reminds me of a Tarantino film. Oh yeah, I feel that. Really, really cool. I liked it a lot. They did a great job. They always do a great job when they mm-hmm. decide to do something stylistically different. And then we get Annie after the theme song. She jumps into the is this is this is like a science classroom. Yeah, because yeah, she uses the bunsen thing burner. to heat up her beans, mm-hmm. bunsen burner. She comes in here. It's kind of her safe haven. Uh, so she's unloading her guns and reloading them and and being kind of vulnerable. But it's revealed in a in a second that that Abed's in here with her, and that's a pretty f- cool reveal. Mm-hmm.
0: I like how both of the paintball episodes start after the paintball like has started, so we don't yes. necessarily see right away how the group split up. But I, I really appreciate. I, don't, I like I, that.
1: A lot. I, I think the first one doesn't start that way. The first one
0: starts uh, with Leonard in the hallway, doesn't it? And Abed comes and shaves Jeff.
1: Because I thought it started with them like in. I thought it started with them like inside the study group, and there's like the announcement of the paintball game, and then there's a part where like Jeff like passes out in his car. And then he like wakes up and everyone's change, Everything's oh, changed. and that's when Leonard's like everyone's that is playing. How yeah, okay, you're right. You're and right. Because when I was watching this one, I thought that I l- you you had me for a second though. I I almost mm-hmm. thought I was stupid as I was saying it. I uh, I like that this one doesn't open that way. I get what yeah. it was perfectly fine for Modern Warfare, but this one get cuts right into the action. And I almost for a second. I, I knew this was the first half, but for a second, you are like, is this the second half of something that I should have seen the first half of already? Uh, yeah, we- I really like the costuming also. Everyone's just oh, sure. perfect.
0: It's so good. Who's Troy's your... bright f-ing yellow is he your cowboy favorite? outfit. Is that your favorite costume? Yeah, Troy's is my favorite. I really like Shirley and Annie's too, though. I like what Pierce is
1: rocking. I don't know if Pierce it's exactly what he's wearing here is what he's wearing later. Does I think so. he like just a... has the black jacket on yeah, over the I, blue vest. Yeah, I like when he's just showing the blue vest a lot throughout the episode. And Jeff is wearing his uh, low-effort Halloween costume from season one. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, and I like that we get a little – not that I've seen a lot of westerns, but it seems like a pretty western standard. The way they do this flashback,
0: mm-hmm. how
1: uh, Annie kind of has a moment of like thinking how things got so out of hand so fast, and we see yeah. – what did happen and it stays with the theming of the episode because everyone's already dressed up like that for the hoedown event or whatever mm-hmm. so it the almost Dean looks like it also old-timey. looks fantastic oh yeah that midriff is oh yeah is, is life-saving but you know what i mean <laughs> it almost looks like an old-timey town already yeah totally you got the statue
0: of, of somebody you're having a, a nice little gathering in the town square yes
1: all that we know from this episode, and I have a major problem with the end tag of this episode, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that later, but all that we know from here is that, that, that Greendale is having a last day of school hoedown and picnic, and it's sponsored by this ice cream company, and mm-hmm. there's a mascot in an ice cream costume who also is hinted to be like the, the CEO of this ice cream, co- like this I anthropomorphic so ice cream character is also like the owner of the company
0: um now one of danny's questions is what were the two surprises it was free ice cream and some guy having a heart attack nice so it was got, just well, some yeah. guy having
1: a heart attack yeah i thought there was more detail than that which was why i was less confident mm-hmm. uh the dean announces the game of paintball assassin i like choy and abed's moment of reacting to it <laughs> at the yeah. same time and everyone's kind of thinking like okay finally something interesting and fun is happening in greendale and the Dean, like, reassures everyone that it's not going to be as crazy as last time because it's going to be a different prize. Uh, <laughs> the the ice cream cone said it's going to be different. said this year will be different. <laughs> and watching it in, uh, the last time, I liked how vague that was, that it was a villainous, so, like, oh, yes, this year will be different. <laughs> it's like, great because last year was really bad. Yeah, it went, it
0: went it went south fast. The Dean didn't expect that
1: yeah but then the ice cream cone pistol patty uh, explains what the prize is, and it's a hundred thousand dollars, which if you're a that's like some that's like some hunger games money. Right? Oh yeah, that if you're a student at this community college in Colorado and you get a hundred thousand dollars, you could afford to go to like a whole year of actual college <laughs> <laughs> If you stretch your pennies, yeah,
0: but that but that's like a major prize. That's, that that's anyone if you would don't go eat anything all year,
1: you could afford mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that's how it works. I like how they have the guns all set up. I like how they have more – Uh, uh old, the, the guns fit the situation. It's yeah, just they're not all like pistols. And... The colored guns from last time. And I guess it was something in the writer's room that Dan felt like for them to be able to do that, he had to make sure that there were actually paintball guns like that. Mm. And I guess there were. There are so yeah. These are actual paintball guns. That's I think cool. the shotgun that Pierce uses later might just have red tips painted on the end of it, but mm. as far as the like six-shot pistols that they have, uh, they're they're real airsoft guns, I guess.
0: That's awesome. I really paintball. like the shotguns that the Black Rider has, that are the
1: paintball ones. Those are really cool. I don't know that I would have gotten so into last year's paintball game if I was a student over priority registration. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool, but you know, like I, I'd, I'd play for a little bit, but I wouldn't feel that yeah. bad if I got out. A hundred thousand dollars is different. Oh, this one, I'm playing to win, win. Ice Cream Patty was right when they said it was going to be different this year. Like, that's <laughs> different. I, what, what would be your strategy? Um,
0: I would definitely go for a group bunker down strategy think, make someone have to ambush you. I wouldn't be running around too much cuz you can get caught too easily.
1: I think I'd want to find a really good hiding place
0: and just wait it out till so there weren't like, many left.
1: Wait as long as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. Even wait until like a winner is announced if I could and then I'd be like, "Wait. Surprise. I was ba- in the trash can for <laughs> the last 3 days." <laughs> And then they'd see that there was, like, a little splatter of paint on my butt or something, so it didn't count. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how they'd get you. So, yeah, everyone goes madcap dashing, and the Dean, it fades <laughs> out on him just spazzing out, like, oh, my God, it's going to be so much worse. <laughs> and I also liked how, before the flashback, what got Annie into thinking about it was looking at the spork that she's using to eat her can of beans, Oh, my God, yeah. And how it was a spork handed to her by the ice cream guy, I guess. Uh, I, I felt like that might be akin to Western movies. You know, you look at an object that reminds totally. you of what happened when you first got it or something. You see a broken picture frame and you're like, I remember when my Sarah Lou was still around. Uh, uh, Fort Hawthorne is impressive a little bit later, but Annie's tin can set up to, to know like they move when people are in certain spaces around her that's impressive.
0: That's nice. She really used her, her smarts here to set that bad boy she's up. She's
1: been thinking about this for a while. She's been thinking about this since last year, I bet. She's been thinking, okay, I can hunker down in the science room because I can heat food. <laughs> and I, You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she's been thinking about this all season. It was interesting here. I spoke to soon earlier. It's interesting here when Abed shows up. How exactly does that happen? Was he there the whole time or was he just like there in a, the blink of an eye?
0: Blink of an eye, I think Abed moves quickly. He
1: moves swiftly. The jack of clubs. Exactly. I like the interaction here of, uh, uh, you know, Abed says, I heard that Annie never shoots an unarmed man, and and Annie says, well, people don't usually eat my beans. You shouldn't have come unarmed, and Abed's like, I didn't. I thought this was a cool little standoff between the two of them. This was great. Abed doesn't get strangely doesn't get a ton to do in this episode, but he really mm-hmm. commits, of course, to every bit that he does get.
0: Yeah, he plays his part really well.
1: Abed talks Annie into meeting with Jeff to to discuss options so they can stay safer, and that cuts us to Chang and Jeff who are together and they're being hunted down. I really like this scene. Danny was so pointed about Chang's shirt and why that's <laughs> so perfect. It's a really funny touch that. Uh, you know, he's living in the vents, so he probably only has a couple shirts. <laughs> he can't really just get a full Western costume like everybody else. That's so funny. That I is just, really funny. He <laughs> – I almost didn't even think anything of it because it's just yeah. Chang, right? I didn't notice really that there was funny. anything until the second time I watched it. I was like, oh. It's not often that I say this, but I would have almost been okay with there being significantly more Chang in this episode.
0: Yeah, he was so funny every time I, he was in it, and I think he played a great
1: role. I kind of like how there's this running thing of how he keeps double-crossing whoever he's in a group with. Yeah. But they don't ever cut to it like a B-plot. It just, they run into him having been a part of that a couple times. I yeah. almost would have liked if we saw a little bit more of it. That would have been funny. Jeff is the king of spades, it's revealed. And Chang, like we just said, he totally sells out Jeff because he feels <laughs> like he can get in with the with the math club because they're all Asian. I don't think they say anything other than math club, do they? No. He's white and he's out of ammo. I really like that a lot. But Abed, again, he comes in for the save and he, you know, this episode has some moments where they should have gotten shot, but they don't because it's Mm -hmm. the first half of a two-parter. Yeah. Somehow Abed's able to shoot out all three of the the math club people. Well he's the human shield, Zach, that's the key. And he gets Jeff and, and, and takes takes him away so they can meet up with Annie. Really I love great that action shot. shot. It, it makes sense then that the Russos were a part of this and they see what they can do with an action set piece. And, yeah. and this gets handed around Hollywood a little bit. And now they're some of the biggest directors in the world. It's true. Math rules. Chang is just so easily won over <laughs> I also like that Chang
0: stuck with the math club after they were all defeated. Kind of like he does later on, too, but I thought that was really funny.
1: Yeah. What is the beef with Jeff and Annie here?
0: Um, I'm assuming maybe something happened at the beginning of the episode. Or maybe they're mad at each other over. I could see a scenario in which Jeff gets mad at Annie because she voted for Pierce to stay.
1: Spoiler. Maybe, but it now, doesn't do seem like Je- it doesn't happens? seem like Jeff's mad at Annie. It just seems like Annie isn't very happy to see Jeff. I guess mm-hmm. when they've mentioned Jeff, maybe it's just because Annie is a man with a plan during the game. Yeah. So they all talk as a small group. Kind of, uh, they start to hear about Pierce. Um, I like how this episode kind of dances around that something went down with Pierce, and yeah. and how there's there's some weirdness in the group with Pierce because there has been all season. He's mm-hmm. been alienated all season. He's been the villain all season. I like that they did an episode at the end of the season where they're 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 finally uh, acting off of how it's been all year, and that it, they don't just write out tell you. Yeah, uh, that's one of my, if not my favorite thing about this episode. That I I really think that's great storytelling through this themed episode. I agree. But they they fight a little bit over it, and when Jeff and Annie have their. Uh, he's a jerk because we exclude him. We exclude him because he's a jerk. It's even more telling when you know that there was just this vote and they were almost rid of Pierce, but Annie yeah. was the reason that he stayed. And this, we get the first flashback to it, but it's not at all revealed what it is yet. Everyone's getting cards and Pierce walks in and sees what's going on and we just assume, like Pierce assumes, that they're playing cards and, yeah. and Pierce was excluded. Then sadly, Pavel gets shot right outside the room. I like his, I'm dead, bro. I'm dead. You got me. Because they do shoot everyone so many A lot times. Of times. Yeah, they hear the spurs, which gives away the Black Rider. This this new character, the Black Man. That we have this this week, the Black Man. What do you think? Are you do you watch Lost? No. So you don't know who this guy is. I've seen him before, but I didn't he's, know he's, from he's Lost. one of the main characters on Lost. Yeah, he played ah. Sawyer on Lost. Sawyer was kind of the bad boy on Lost. One thing that I will say for this episode, I feel like... not uh, to, Okay, not to sidestep totally. I think he's really great as this character. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do much, but he brings all the swagger you need to it. And, yeah. and that goes a long way. I think some of the visual effects in this episode are lacking compared to the other paintball episode. Just then when he shot, I feel like you could really tell the fake smoke was coming out of his paintball. Uh, there's a moment later in the episode where we see... Kind of similar to in the first paintball episode where two paintballs collide, but it's just one paintball going through the air. And to me, it looks really animated. I agree. It does not look nearly as good as when that first paintball...
0: It looks uh, more like
1: the show we're reviewing right after this podcast, The Cape. The Cape! They all make it away from the Black Rider, but Annie, just with the skin of her teeth, he has one of those guns that shoots out five bullets, and and that'd be terrifying.
0: Yeah, I I really like the idea of that. Uh, shotgun that does like the buckshot like that that's cool totally that's really cool
1: so that's abed has a little uh super meta comment about how the guy the black rider is network tv attractive (laughs) and then british shows herself and there's another standoff where everyone's pointing their gun at each other she shows up and no one was expecting But she's not alone. She's teamed up with Shirley and Troy. I like Troy's reveal of being in the trash can, and, like, (laughs) he's probably been there for a while. I really like Troy's smile in the picture when they zoom in on him. Yeah. I like how happy Troy and Abed are to see each other, and everyone's like, hey, focus, and they're like, oh. Yeah, it sets up a thing that maybe they were teamed up in the beginning, and something happened that split them up, and they thought Mm -hmm. the other one was dead and kept going for themselves, but now they're they're still around. Yeah and this introduces the concept of Fort Hawthorne Shirley Troy and Britta are deputies for Fort Hawthorne this this like peace place this green zone structure that that Pierce ha, has put together and they they've been arrested it's this this place with this government and and these deputies and they bring him in it kind of reminds me of like the Meow Meow Beans episode a little yeah. bit or the uh, uh Lava episode a little bit. Totally. I love uh, a
0: lot of things that Pierce kind of does in this episode. I think yeah. overall he like really nails it. Anytime where Pierce gets to be any sort of bad guy, he really does well with it. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite parts of the episode is the fact that you know Pierce has created this system in which he's in charge but also it's kind of a good thing because people can be safe inside they can rest.
1: So but it's he's him being doing a bad it to guy to get but, yeah. back at the study group but he accidentally did something good yeah, for everybody. Yeah, it's great. There's some really great there's some great weirdness in this. I love that 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 Starburns is like the watchman <laughs> at the guard tower and he makes everyone surrender their guns but says also he has a bag and you have to put your drugs in here. <laughs> and then as they're all going inside, he kinda prods again, he's like, Drugs? No? Drugs Any though? Drugs? Like Come anybody? On. And no one does. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Leonard playing the piano is really funny, but the shot of Leonard playing the piano, he's doing, <laughs> like, can-can music, but but Leonard Erdman is running one finger over the keys, <laughs> not touching them, I don't think. <laughs> no! So that's really funny. People are gambling. It's a, it's a, it's a classic. They, they've shown up at the saloon. Pierce, the boss man, is notified that the study group's arrived, and he's here to... I don't know. Kind of make himself look like tough shit, and yeah. like they need him more than he needs them is the whole thing.
0: <laughs> He's the big boss hog.
1: We learned that it's only been five hours since the whole thing started, and already Pierce has built this in five hours, and and how quickly Greendale can can degrade from people that go to college to like this post apocalyptic western shoot up. Like I, I just love it. So funny. Fort Hawthorne's great. Uh, They're invited to sit a spell. They're invited to go to the bathroom if they need to. He's been able to build this all based on people needing to use the restroom. That was really smart of him to just hunker down the bathrooms because people will have to go, and they want it to be a safe space when they're in a game like this. Uh, He's been trading bathroom trips for paintballs, which is also really smart. And he also (laughs) has built this whole kind of saloon where there are performers in the bit where he says, like, a little show, if you like. And Jeff looks over to to Vicky kind of sexily dancing. But then Pierce says, well, when Jeff kind of scoffs at it, Pierce says, we got something that's a little bit more for you. And (laughs) Garrett's also dancing like (laughs) it. And Leonard says (laughs) over the piano, because you're gay.
0: Garrett's face as he's dancing on the table it's like just so happy and free. he's
1: earning his money oh yeah Jeff I really like how he acts in this scene he's really stoic and he really stands his ground against Pierce uh like he's not taken in by all the flashy of of Fort Hawthorne he he wants to know what's what's on the other side of this right what does Pierce want But they're going to have a feast. I love the feast and how they treat it. Like, it's this big deal, but it's just the vending machine food. (laughs) So it's Twinkies over a bed of hot Cheetos. And Pierce says the Twinkies are quite good tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like they're drinking fruit punch. Yeah, there's just, like,
0: fires around the table. Yeah. And 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 there are are a lot of
1: movies that have scenes like... The boss man has everyone over for dinner oh, and explains yeah. like the ruse. It almost reminds me of Leo DiCaprio in, in and Django? Django to think of a Tarantino movie that I guess this kind of reminds me of. Yeah. I think it's really funny. And Pierce really with that hat has the absolute look of a of a cowboy you don't want to mess with. Yeah. Totally looks like a slave owner, right? Is is does the timeline work out for that to be what he is? Um or is it's this a little before late. that? It's a little, it's a little late for that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not just saying when the Clint Eastwood movies come out, were they set in, like, the time they came out? Or were they set, like, in the Old West? Well, the Old West... You know, there sure weren't a lot of black people, right? No. In the cowboy movies. Not at all. Yeah. Write us in.
0: You tell us. I think because of the weapons they have, I know it's post-Civil War. So this is, like, the 18... 80s,
1: 90s, and they had slavery to like the 1960s, right? Well, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, write us in. Tell us what you think. Would Pierce have slaves? <laughs> we get another flashback of the card sequence, and it gives away a little bit more of it because Pierce uh, reveals that he's mad that they excluded him from playing cards, and 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 they're all kind of reacting to it. And and Jeff, I guess. What do you think he feels? A little bit bad that he was gonna cut Pierce out because he um, kind of says, "Fine, let's do what Pierce wants."
0: I think he does feel guilty, or he's remembering that they decided to keep him in the group, so he can't continue. Really to push do him anything up. too yeah. much
1: about it. They all cheers to the study group—the one that almost fell apart or almost excluded Pierce just mere hours ago. More juice, ago. <laughs> Abed doesn't get to do a lot, but I liked his gestures here when he scans the room for safety and mm-hmm. motions everyone with one wave to, to come in because it's safe and they all follow suit. There's the pumping, peeing thing between Troy and Shirley, and I really like that it, the bit ends with him spitting, like uh, kind of like a cowboy spit. He's yeah. Like, I thought that Puh. was cool. Tough guy thing. Jeff and Annie have a conversation about pierce and it's kind of veiled we still don't exactly know what happened but we're kind of starting to get closer to the root of it and i don't know jeff and annie have a little bit of a moment here but there's not really a lot to it right
0: something always brings me back Back to you you.
1: when are you going to teach me the dance for that i'll teach you
0: well it was a trial run for you and me doing it so i'm gonna right have you for your real dance partner for your dance partner in life
1: exactly Dancing through life. I've auditioned for so many plays singing that song. Really? That that was my go-to good voice. for a while. Um, Jeff stumbles into a room and just happens to stumble on Chang, who's now adopted and then betrayed another group, this time <laughs> the cheerleaders. And I like that he even adopted their sweater and everything. They all should... <laughs> They all shoot him, and uh, or they try to, but Annie catches them before they can, and they save Chang. Which why would they care? They could have just yeah. Chang is just trying already to get rid of the cheerleaders. Yeah, and she kind of has a has a little bit of a distaste for cheerleaders, which I get. And I like how Chang he he hears that something's happened, and he doesn't care who it is or what the group is. He's like, "Do I hear someone? Who are you? Can I join you?" <laughs> <laughs> and they say no. And he's okay, and he runs away looking for another group. I really like it.
0: I like how blindfolded Chang's able to run full speed forward and then, like, sidestep through the door and not being able to know where he's going. Also, well, he's he can looking-
1: probably see under it. He just can't take it down because his hands are tied. That's fair. And this brings us to the anthropology classroom. I thought they really beautifully dirtied up this room. Yeah, that was great. It would have been nice to get a little Duncan action in this right, episode. Right, Duncan but, just
0: drinking under his desk.
1: But maybe the idea is that all the teachers like get as far away as they can. But that could have been a thing here. For $100,000, all the teachers would have been mm-hmm. there. The dean would have been trying to do it. Yeah. The anthropology classroom appears to be empty, but Annie is is usurped by the black writer. Nice. And there's a classic, like kind of sexy, scary confrontation mm-hmm. with the bad guy here. I can't wait for us to be in the same room fully vaccinated so we can reenact this. Oh, it's going to be hot. My chest will certainly get all flushed, and it will be because of a bean <laughs> allergy-related rash, but there's more to it than that.
0: Oh, always is, Zach. I'm, I'm here to shoot paintballs, sweetie, not the breeze.
1: The black rider tries to shoot Annie in the foot with the gun that he stole that was originally Jeff's but is full of blanks. So he loses a second, and before he can grab his other gun and shoot Annie, he's surrounded by Jeff and Abed, and they're all pointing guns at each other. Uh, the Black Rider kind of has Annie hostage, and it's intense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I still – everything surface level about this episode is so good, and I'm still not quite getting to the bottom of – stylistically, it blows me away. But yeah. I, it's just missing like some secret sauce for me. I don't, mm. know. I don't know. I like
0: it quite a bit. I So you know I like Modern Warfare a right. lot. But Modern Warfare wasn't my number one episode of season right. one. and I, and I, I feel the same two. way.
1: Yeah. I don't remember where I put Modern Warfare, and I don't know where I'll put this one. But it's it's fun, but sometimes I, – I don't know. It, it's fun, but there's – I've, I've complimented a lot about the emotional thread with Pierce underneath mm-hmm. it, but that's really about all there is underneath this. I like I that feel, part
0: a lot. I think that was – but that's such a good thing that I think it, it boosts the episode I so I feel much. like,
1: though, that Modern Warfare had a lot of uh, interpersonal relationships going on underneath it. It had Jeff and Britta. It had Shirley trying to get back with her kids and trying to win the money for her kids – um, but I feel like that They didn't go too deep Into Shirley trying to get it For her
0: kids I mean she mentioned it once But then she lost And she's like I'm gonna go Britta.
1: But they very easily Could have mentioned it here In fact There was more of a reason to because Yeah she, she had, a had a newborn baby. baby I don't know I I don't know I feel like for an overstuffed Two episode paintball finale They don't quite justify How long it is With stuff that's really substantial it's Totally just, There's a lot of action pretty. scenes Mm-hmm. That being said, I do think this is one of the better action scenes in the episode. I think it's shot pretty well. The, the Black Rider does one of those cool... He has both of his arms stretched out mm-hmm. and spins around with his guns. This is also, though, the where I thought those two blue paintballs they that try CGI. to hit the Black Rider, they look very CGI. The splatter on the wall looks very CGI. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't remember that bothering me as much in Modern Warfare. No. They, they all get out of it unharmed by the skin of their teeth. Which is insane that none of them get hit by a paintball. Yeah, there were three people shooting at each other
0: and not one person got touched. Maybe they're bad shots, but also they're great shots because they hit from
1: distance all the time in this, but it's fine. It's definitely because it's part one of a two-part paintball finale, so you have to have the study group alive for the second half. They get more guns, they get, or, I guess, no, they, they inspect Jeff's gun and they see that Pierce had loaded it with blanks, probably because Pierce knows that Jeff would have been one to shoot him, do you think? I think he's wanted Jeff to lose. He just wants to screw with Jeff. Yeah. Shirley, Troy, and Britta search the dean's office for the dean. Where the dean is doing exactly what I would yeah. do in a situation like this. He's he's got his bee costume and 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 a little Dalmatian in this little <laughs> storage bin. He would have been solid for months in Oh, there he would if he have been
0: be. really good. Yeah.
1: He just has been riddled with paintballs though. Why did people shoot the dean so much? That's another thing, though. I felt all of the paintballs on his body. Obviously, they didn't shoot him that many times, but they look very, like, Polka sponged that? on. Yeah. When Somebody I feel like that didn't overboard. happen in the first one, though. When, like, Jeff's, no. like, bleeding and dirty and stuff like that. Yeah. The study group confronts the Dean a little bit at a time, and they, they talk about how they found the Knight ri- or the night Rider, how <laughs> the they knight found knight? the Black Rider. Do they think that the Dean sent him in? I because think that's they might what he think did that because they know that something's time. up. Yeah, they know that something's up, and they we get the really funny scene where they need something from him, and it's in his pants pocket, and he tries to gesture for one of them to grab it out of his <laughs> pants, but they're trying to get the arsenal from last year's paintball game, which I think is a cool thing to include in this episode. Yeah, uh, I it, like that. It was fun to get to see in a little bit Annie Wheeled Chang's tiger stripe go. Oh, hell yeah. Which... Speaking of Chang and Tiger Stripes... That giveaway. You can enter it right now. There's going to be a secret word a little bit later. Let's do a secret word right now. Tiger Stripes. Tiger Stripes. Tiger Stripes. That's your secret word for this week. If you send that into to us via DM on any of our social medias or email... That will get you two entries into this giveaway. So go get them! Nom, nom, yeah, nom, 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 nom.
0: and well, an even more incentive to watch our birthday special where we talk about the cape. There's a whole another secret word there. So that's two secret words that they can send us to get some extra entries in this yes giveaway. That's a way for
1: us to really incentivize the people that listen to our podcast every week and get all the way through it because you know those are it's cool to use it to get some twitter clout but i i'd rather the person who wins all the stuff from us be someone who listens to the show
0: yeah do yeah. you think my mom will win can she win is that allowed she's a patron it's true
1: she gets all ki- she gets all kinds of entries
0: yeah she gets a lot of entries Ooh.
1: But they get the arsenal from last year's paintball, and it really helps their chances. There's so many paintballs, there's so many guns, and the Dean's kind of willing to give them up because he just wants the school to be as little of a wreck as possible, even though it's already annihilated.
0: Yeah, I like Troy saying that Jeff has a problem when Jeff makes an unsolicited comment about how attractive the black rider may or may not be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. And Abed rightfully, you know, sometimes in a show like this, they do this in season four. Abed comments on how awesome Annie is. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, she's really awesome today. That's almost begging for someone to watch this and be like, they're not that awesome. And in season four, they do that. There's... In the almost paintball episode in season four, Mm -hmm. Abed says, we just made paintball cool again. And everyone was like, no, you didn't. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But this one is, it's it's real. Annie is extremely badass all throughout this episode.
0: It's warranted.
1: Now we get to the study group coming back to Fort Hawthorne to find out that it's totally ransacked. The only thing left is is, is Vicky, (laughs) who just loves to dance. This is the only life she knows now, so she can't stop dancing. She gives away (laughs) that the Black Rider totally ransacked Hawthorne. Or Fort Hawthorne. I I wonder how he... Well, he probably tricked uh, Starburns with some drugs or something. Most likely. Like, here, go get those drugs over there. Then bop, bop, bop. Pierce comes out of the bathroom just with a white flag ready. He's just ready to surrender. He just doesn't want to get hit. And he still hasn't been hit, has he? No. He made it out. That's pretty lucky. And even here, how does he not get hit there by Annie, who's just pummeling all around him? But not either. Annie is
0: is a really good shot and is purposely not hitting him, or he's he's more nimble than we thought. That maybe Pierce she just one.
1: wanted to see Pierce dance. Like they just want to see dance. You dance. This turns into a standout. Uh, they're all they're all pointing their guns at Pierce, and 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 Pierce gets his moment of being. I get it. I'm the bad guy. It's the bad guy. This is all just a game. And, and and it's clearly become more than a game to these people and and Pierce has has taken a stand against them in the game but Annie says okay we'll treat it like a game and she gets to continue to be the badass they're going to have a, a a standoff
0: which i loved the build up for this i'm a little disappointed it didn't get to happen normally but the payoff was much funnier but i i love a good old fashioned
1: draw yes and i liked that it also has the subtext of You know, Pierce says, well, don't make me do this to my favorite, and Annie was the one who voted for Pierce to stay, Mm -hmm. but now she's had it with Pierce that I I don't think she'd vote that way again if they took another vote. Yeah. Pierce calls out the study group for how, you know, maybe they're the bad guys, and they're always leaving him out. Which, sure, they might not be the nicest to Pierce, but Pierce is a bad person. Well, they're nicer to
0: Pierce than anybody else is.
1: We missed it earlier in the episode when they were at dinner. Pierce says... I've kind of been a villain this year, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah." You raped the Duquesne family. Yeah. Annie reveals to Pierce what was really happening—that that they were voting on whether or not they'd let him be in the group next year, and the vote had to be unanimous. And there was only one ha- there, uh, there was only one person who held out, and it was Annie. And Allison nails that line delivery so hard. She's so good in this. We get one last callback showing what happened that time when they voted. Jeff looks disapprovingly at Annie, who smiles at Pierce as he walks in. Annie can't help but feel bad for Pierce, right? Pierce has yeah. kind of been there for her and some times that she's needed it.
0: Well, and I think she doesn't want to exclude him because she knows that he's alone. Right. But I think she, because of that, the drug episode, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of have bonded a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a falling out. At the end of that, I think she still is closer to him than anyone else. Even in the Pierce dying episode, right? She was the one with the tiara that he just liked. Right.
1: And Annie was like, "Oh, I know he's messing with me. And it cuts back to Pierce. She's just just my favorite. They're about to have (laughs) a standout. They're going through the Ten Dual Commandments and everything. But it's interrupted. It doesn't get to happen the way we want it to, does it? No. They're spurs. And the only person wearing the spurs... In this podcast are the Black Rider and Steven in the bedroom. So hey, they yo. know that they're about to be under attack and that he took out the whole fort so they've got to be on their feet. Jeff's trying to stand up to him just because he wants to prove that he's the hot, cool cowboy around these parts. And you know what? I would st- I'd take Joel McHale over the Black Rider any day, honestly.
0: I like a little stubble. Jeff Winger? So I, I I'm I'm going Black Rider in this one. Like, look at those! Look at that bandolier okay. around him with okay. all the Jeff, slugs. Jeff's
1: hat does kind of look like a mountie hat. Yeah, the Black Rider's here to take them all out one by one. But uh, even though this episode leaves a lot of things dangling for next week's episode, uh, he doesn't get out of this one alive. And Pierce kind of gets to save the day, sort of. Sort of, yeah. Again,
0: want to give props to the costuming here because it's so good. The Black Rider looks like he rolled straight out of Red Dead Redemption, which is like a Western video. I think game. Pierce's
1: blue vest—it's his... great. I love the way that they shoot that them all standing at staring at each other. The close-ups of their eyes, the close-ups of like their fingers twiddling over the gun. But mm-hmm. then they also cut in a close-up of Pierce's like pained face, and yeah, <laughs> him, like clutching his chest before he begins to fake a heart attack. This is something that Pierce does a lot in the show, and this is the first time we get to see it. It's so funny. Uh, The Black Rider, who's here to be evil, you know, he's like, okay, well, this man's going to die, so we've got to put this away. But the study group is so unfazed because Pierce does this all the time, and (laughs) he'd used it to get out of giving Abed gum recently, uh, and he was faking this time, too. He he shoots the Black Rider when his guard is down, and he gets close to check on him.
0: That's so funny,
1: but then Pierce didn't do it for them. He did it for himself. He's a monster. He runs away. He wants to take all of the all of the study group out. And the Black Rider calls his mysterious boss to let them know that he wasn't able to uh, accomplish what he was supposed to accomplish. And when he says something shitty about Greendale, they are like, well, "Why do you go here if you hate the school?" And it's given away that he he doesn't go there. It's bigger than that. And he says he was just paid here to make sure that the money doesn't leave his boss. And Annie questions the ice cream company. And and the black writer gets a really great line where he's like, you have no idea how big this all is. Very dramatic (laughs) climactic. And Annie, if she had just played nice, might have gotten to go to a Coldplay concert with him. It's
0: true. I mean, he had tickets. Not ticket. Tickets.
1: I'd probably pass on the Coldplay concert.
0: Um. I think I might get sleepy in the middle. Because I like a lot of Coldplay songs, but not enough for a whole concert. Yeah. And I don't think seeing them live would do anything for me. Their halftime show at Super Bowl is like, okay, that's a lot of colors. Boring. I
1: guess. Yeah. The episode ends with Chang running wildly still blindfolded outside of the school. And he's trying to find a group, but he stumbles upon the ice cream truck that's that's manned by these almost Stormtrooper-like figures that are... Coming into coming into swarm the school and just to take everyone out, kind of like Chang did in last year's paintball episode. Yeah.
0: Well, and Chang's getting hit with like a paintball gatling gun, and that yes. is
1: not ideal.
0: That yeah, is pretty close a lot range. Of
1: pain. Mm-hmm. Am I out? He says because he, <laughs> he doesn't really exactly know what happened. And you know, next week's second half of this episode is more in the vein of Star Wars. So then yeah. kind of having this foreshadowing of the the stormtrooper like characters. Uh, the mysterious ice cream cone comes out of the truck and they all kneel to the ice cream (laughs) cone. And it announces that no Greendale student can win the game. So it's plan B, Operation Total Invasion. Total Invasion. invasion. We were wrong. I think you said invasion. I said invade, yeah. But you didn't say it, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Now, okay, the problem that I have is that where There's this shroud of mystery of who's behind this, mm-hmm. and then instantly in the cl- in the in the closing credits thing in the end tag, they they give away who it is. They give it away that it's Dean Spreck. We've seen Dean Spreck before.
0: I was gonna say, have we seen Dean Spreck? Yeah, because
1: I think it was the there was I forget exactly the episode, but there was one where he kept coming in, and there was a weird sexual chemistry between him and the Dean. Oh yeah, I think it was the space bus one. Uh, so it totally ruins that surprise when they didn't need to. They could've even had his voice, they just didn't need to show him mm-hmm. like that. I thought it, it totally kills the momentum that they were building up. You're you're thinking like, even yeah. though it's silly for a sitcom, you're thinking like, who's in this ice cream Who costume? Is it? What's yeah. really going on? And then immediately, oh, I guess it is. But all of these shots are really dramatic and it makes for a good look forward into next week. I mm-hmm. like the shot of uh, Starburns like opening his chest like a sacrifice. Uh, the little bit where they talk about little rascals is mm-hmm. nice. But there's nothing really to pick apart here. It's not your typical community co- uh, yeah, tag. It's, it's more just so just a preview for the next. Stay in next time. And that's the end of the episode. You know, I don't want to hate on the episode. I just feel like this one is a little too much spectacle, not enough funny, and some good substance. But doesn't, I don't know. I, I'm, left, I'm left glass kind of half full on this one. Mm. I think I liked it a little more than
0: you did. Um, in the grand scheme but I definitely see where it, it falls a little short
1: in some areas I'm still really excited I just about all the things I remember from these episodes was this week's mm. so I remember some of the Abed like Han Solo stuff from next week's but I'm yeah. excited to dive back into that because I do think there's less that I remember and regardless of my feelings for this episode I think there's a very very clear standout for Absolutely. MVP and it's uh, Vicky she yeah, I think just,
0: Vicky's moves. I mean, she moves like the queen of the waves. Yeah, and her
1: love of Twinkies really is the heart of this episode. Yeah, but it's it's Annie. Yeah, Annie kills it. And like I said, I don't know if this episode does a lot for Annie as a character, but Allison as Annie pulls off the vibe of what they wanted out of this like kind of female heroine in this episode so well. She's so badass, and she does a great job. Uh, I, I, I maybe it does do a little bit for Annie's character because it kind of uh, makes you respect her a little bit. Maybe it yeah. helps her get some like gruff with the other people. You know, I don't know. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think that Annie's uh, performance in this was fantastic. She uh, Allison looked great. She nailed all the lines. Like all the scenes were supposed to be intense, were intense, but she still stayed true to her character. Yeah, the action scenes were awesome. I think that Annie really really is the star of this this first part
1: i will give an honorable mention to pierce i think pierce has a pretty good showing mm-hmm. and there are it's one of those episodes where chevy seemed a little bit more energized than usual which is always great to see have you ever watched westworld no but i kind of know the vibe of it um there's a
0: character in westworld in the that's he's called like the man in black or something but he's mm-hmm. kind of the pierce here where he like runs shit in westworld he's like kind of the bad guy a little bit um, big scary you know but I think that he's kind of a mix of Pierce and the Black Rider you yeah. know in, in that and I think that that whole storyline worked for me really well and I really enjoyed
1: that quite a bit. Yeah the voting out of Pierce throughout this episode was really good and Pierce in this episode I thought was really good. I love that blue vest on him for some reason. Yeah it looks great. That's kind of wrapping up things this week. It was great. I can't believe that we've just got one last episode. One last measly uh season two episode and then it's on to season three on to new pastures one last time not one last time you know well i guess no, season this is two. the end of the show yeah we've done all we wanted to do yeah
0: we are gonna go out on top undefeated unquestioned
1: i don't know about we peaked too early if by unquestioned you mean no one sends us in questions <laughs> And speaking of, if you'd like to be a part of next week's season finale, send us in some trivia, uh, your episode MVP and your favorite funny moments for next week uh, for a few paintballs more. Uh, send that into CantusPointPodcast at gmail.com. Stephen, where else on the internet can the people find us?
0: Uh, you can find us over at Yield Twitter. Make sure that to DM us the secret word from today's episode, as well as any future secret words, um, or just say hi, You know, send us some questions, ask us how we're doing, tell us which one of us you like better and why. Um, his name starts with a consonant cuties <laughs> um over at you can't Disapod on yes. twitter we're also at you uh, can't disappoint podcast <laughs> on instagram mm-hmm. um we're on facebook and youtube at you can't disappoint a podcast
1: Great. We're really glad that you guys listen. Uh, If you want to become a patron, support the show, get some extra content, that's at patreon.com slash Podcast. And, yeah, we're doing this giveaway over the next couple weeks, so make sure by – let me look up one more time – by, I think, June 7th, the morning of June 7th, so 12 a.m., June 7th, midnight. Make sure you get in your entries by then. There are all kinds of ways to enter. You can retweet our pen tweet. You can send us in the secret word. You can write us a review and send us a screenshot, or you can become a patron – all kinds of ways to get a really cool prize. So make sure you get on top of that. And also check out our birthday special. It's out right now. You could go right from this one to that one if you want. That's Do a lot it. of fun. Let's wrap things up here. It's been fun. I'm, I'm excited to see where the next year of the show is going to take us. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. From inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter. Get vaccinated. Uh, don't eat beans if you're allergic to them. I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And we love you. Yeehaw. Is that all you got to say? That's your final words? You don't think yeehaw was good? I didn't say I didn't think it was good. I was just asking. I was just clarifying before Yeah, yeehaw. Shut ye old book on another chapter of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. The Ballad of Zach and Steven.
0: Oh, Zach and Steven.
1: So the yeehaw was going to be the end. Okay, we agree.
0: (laughs) and many more
1: <laughs> have a good week everybody we'll see you bye everybody next
0: week yeah! there's a sweater wearing coat towing boots looking good looking man on the town there's a smooth talking funny